This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer I'm Barry Rosenfeld We have an exciting episode today we do. You know, things are happening. It's Wednesday. Um, Halloween Kills comes out. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see Kyle on the big screen. I feel like that is exciting to see her like in her element, but I am not Honestly, into like those movies. So I totally respect that. I feel like at this point, Housewives is probably more her element than like an actual movie set, but <laughs> bringing her back to her original element. Yes. And I, I mean, like, I don't know how much she's actually in the movie, but you know, she's like featured in the trailer. Uh, yeah. She... But like, I didn't see her much in the commercials and I was upset. Cause like, yeah, I don't, it is funny <laughs> though. Like I've seen, like I go to the movies a lot. And so I've seen the trailer, like in the movie theater a few times and they like the trailer that they've been showing starts with Kyle Richards, like mm-hmm. going up to those kids on the playground. And she's like, yeah. you saw the man, what are you doing? And it's funny because you can always tell in the theater, like who is a housewives fan because <laughs> they're like kind of laughing at the fact that it's Kyle Richards in a movie trailer. <laughs> well, but I hope I'm you enjoy it, but we Thank have, you. we have, something else to chat about before we get into the episode. And that I is know, you, you've been waiting so long for us to talk about dancing with the stars. Dancing with the podcast. stars. Yes. Yeah, so Kenya Moore obviously is on the show and she's doing great. She really is. She's, she's I, actually, I'm surprised at how well she's doing. Like she's and, doing great with the dancing. But the like the problem with that, oh with that, as opposed well, to what <laughs> the problem is she's not doing great with the the vote getting clearly correct, because correct now two weeks in a row she's ended up in the bottom two and yeah. thankfully the judges the way they do it on Dancing with the Stars now the bottom two the judges get to decide who to save they've saved Kenya two weeks in a row which I think is a credit to her that clearly they see that she's working hard and that she wants to be there. But it's like, we got to get Kenya out of the bottom too. Okay. I, first of all, my thing with dancing with the stars, they started this thing like <laughs> two seasons ago, I think where the judges save the, they decide yes. who stays. And I disagree with this so much because like, it's a voting show, like after they get their points from the judges. So I just don't think it's fair that the judges save someone, whatever, but Last night, the bottom two was her and Brandon, her, her, which is her partner, and Matt James and Lindsay. And I have to tell you, like, my jaw, like, I was very, very shocked that they saved her. Like, beyond. 
I, I was surprised. I, I just thought because, Lindsay and Matt was were going to stay. Because, you know, it's an ABC show. They, you know, they no. love their like <laughs> Bachelor Nation people. So I thought they would just kind of want to keep Matt James around more. But you know, credit to Kenya. She looked great in both of her. It was Disney week. They did like a hero oh and a God, villain. So, so she good. Did, she did a Moana dance. She did like an evil queen dance. The, I, it's this, fun. I usually don't pay that much attention to dancing with the stars, but this season I haven't been like watching really the full good. episodes, but I've been like watching a lot of clips and stuff. And it's a, it's a good cast. I'm, I'm it's a very enjoying good cast. It. The only thing I, that, that annoys me the most about that is the fact that she was in the bottom two last week and this week, which means like she's mm-hmm. going to go home soon. So like, they're save Matt and Lindsay. Right. Like if you're in the bottom two multiple times. That means you're not row, getting enough votes. Right. Like you're not going to, you're not going to make it to the final four. Like you're not going to be, you know, like it's kind of those couples are starting to distinguish themselves. Like Melora yeah. Hardin got a 10 last she night. She is very good. <laughs> Guys, just watch Dancing with the Stars. Like it is, it's a really good show. Like it, it truly is. Like people, it you cha- it changes people. Like it's it's very they become vulnerable. Like you see, they become like re- they learn, they grow. Oh my god, it's just so good. I've been watching since like the beginning. It's like my it's like my show. I okay, love it. so that's Besides Dancing Bravo. with the Stars, <laughs> but we have more. Um, I would say more. <laughs> relevant to us shows to talk about yes like we got to talk about Vanderpump Rules we we're still to. in we're still in Palm Springs um we're the whole episode we're preparing for Archella which so it's like so everybody <laughs> everybody else thinks it's like our cella but it's uh, but they, they're saying Archella which is shortened for Rachella Rachella because obviously it's a surprise that it's all for Raquel it's cute. It's cute. But like the Archella thing is a little. Yeah. It's confusing. That's, that's like Tom didn't have to go like that hard for with like the name. But, you know, it's funny when they show everyone like Randall and Lala's rental, like the other people's rental. But they show like Sheena's home because <laughs> she lives in Palm Springs. I know I that's kind of like convenient, though, that she just gets to like go to her house. Pretty convenient, I'd say. Yeah, I'd love yeah. that. Her decor isn't though, with the it's a bit too flamingo y and Yeah, I mean what what are you what are you what are you expecting? Okay, so let's okay, quickly let's talk about the pickleball tournament. I know Mm. you like pickleball. Love pickleball. I I feel like Vanderpump rules it's it's been like this before this season, but this season so far, especially, I feel like we're in this weird rut where it's like we have to have an activity every episode and it's like we don't need like the fashion show and the pickleball tournament and, and the Jenga the game pickleball tournament right like that has to be themed and then we're going to another themed um you know Coachella thing later in the episode like I I saw I think Sophie Ross tweeted this something about how they have so many like activities and it's just too much and it's weird to me because I feel like Vanderpump Rules is in a place where it's like, I actually do think the the personal dynamics on the show are interesting. And like, there's a lot of different like relationships I'd like to see explored more. Like all the stuff with Lala and Sheena, I think is interesting. All the stuff, like Raquel and James's scenes last night, I thought were great, you know, seeing what's going on bet- with Katie and Schwartz and Sandoval, like that's a whole thing. 
but like, why do we have to have so much filler in every episode? Like it doesn't, not all the shows feel like this. And so it's like, it's like, I don't actually, I don't need to see them playing like a, a dumb team sport at the beginning for 10 minutes of the episode. Yeah. I mean, pickleball is not a dumb sport. I played five games this weekend. It's like, so I love it. Randall, no, like, I mean, great for them. I don't even like if Randall they seems do like the- a chaperone and he has to think of like group activities for the kids. That's what I it's feel like. like I don't when even I watch have an them. issue with them, like doing the pickleball tournament. But it's like the fact that they, the editors are clearly like deciding that this is something that is worth a whole segment of the episode. Yeah. And like they do their fun little graphic of like who's winning the tournament. And it's like, I don't actually give a shit about this. I know. I know. And like the themes were a bit much, I have to say, like the pickleball tournament did not have to be like an 80s Wimbledon theme. Like can like I would just show up like in my gym clothes. Because most of them don't even know what that means. Like... (laughs) Like Sheena brought that Ra- outfit anyway. Raquel was like the only one who I feel like properly oh. dressed for the theme. She looked amazing. She looked and amazing. And, you know, she was so graceful out there on the pickleball court. And this episode was so great to see Raquel opening up to us and sort of coming out of her shell and talking really candidly about how it's difficult for her to, you know, she, like the public speaking, but even I think it's like, it's like really raw. And to talk about how even in a group of people that are her friends, something like getting put on the spot to give a toast is like this anxiety point for her. And I feel like that's something that like a lot of people can probably relate to, but it's like, you would normally think like, oh, you're on a reality show. Like you're with this group, like who cares? But it's nice. It's nice to see her being really honest about that and that she feels like inferior because she's like, why can't I just give the fucking toast? But it's like, no, like that's a real, yeah, that's a real struggle. Hannah Brown knows how she feels about it because she too was on a reality show and could not give a toast on camera. (laughs) It was bringing me back, but it was, I love Raquel. I think she's such a sweet, like genuine person. And like, it was really like, I agree. It was really sad because she like is fully aware of the issue and just cannot get over it. Or like James, this was like a, this episode for him was a breakthrough. This was, he was like the kindest, sweetest. It's very crazy to see them in their relationship. And now mm-hmm. seeing that side is like funny when people like are doubting them because he loves her. And I've never seen that side of James when he was like shocked that she was saying that. And she was, he was like, I never want to see you hurt. Like, I'll do anything for you. Like, are you crazy? I don't care about that. I would never judge you. And I was like, oh my God, he is like, a great boyfriend from what we see. Right. Like he wants, he wants to like take the pain away for her. It's like, I was to see that clearly Lala sort of activates this insecurity within Raquel was hard to see because I mean, obviously they have a history, you know, Lala hasn't always been very kind to Raquel and that's like its own thing. But the fact that Raquel sees Lala as this super confident, doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks, like 
she sees that in Lala and she's like jealous that she can't be that. But that's so, it was su- kind of just surprising for me to hear because I think Lala is somebody who is really good at putting on that like outward confidence, but I don't necessarily think Lala does always have the highest self-esteem or like isn't in her head about stuff. So it's, it's like to see how everybody like gets in their own head and Raquel is like putting Lala on a pedestal as this like perfect, confident person. And it's like, I don't even really think Lala is that way. I just think Raquel, you know, has sort of like, she's built herself into thinking she's like inferior to Lala. And I hope she can kind of crack out of that shell because I don't think Lala really is any, Lala is not better than Raquel. She just has a different way of kind of showing herself. Well, and what triggers that for Raquel is that is the fact that Lala and James have hooked up in the past and she just can't get past that because she's like, wait, we're very opposite. But I disagree. I think Lala's I think, of course, she has like her own issues, but I think she's like an extremely confident person. And that comes off like when she like comes into a room. And I think that is where Raquel differs because she's like, wait, why can't like I do that when I walk into a room, which is crazy because Raquel is like a presence when she like enters a room. So I know. she has like such a, she has such like a lovely, like, I don't know. I feel like everybody like enjoys she just reminds her me energy. Of a curtsy. Like she just would curtsy. A, a curtsy yeah. of a person. She reminds me like of a curtsy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card. Well, with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, so we have a couple things to talk about with Brock this episode. We're we're still getting to know him. And I have to say this episode was not, um, didn't paint him in the best light. I, I um, think that's crazy for them to give such personal and crazy information like that while we're still meeting someone because the internet has gone ahead and just judged the fuck out of this person. Well, but before we even get to the part about his kids, we see that Sheena's mom, Erica is 
staying with them in Palm Springs and is helping out with summer, which obviously is like so generous and, you know, they're there on like a work trip and it's really allowing them to be, you know, present and hanging out with the group and stuff. And Brock is being like so rude to Sheena's mom. And, you know, it's if they don't totally click with each other and have like the world's best relationship, that's fine. It happens. But like, it feels like he is like weirdly resentful of the fact that she's there or like weirdly unappreciative of the fact that she's there. It just feels like something where like, even if Sheena's mom wasn't his favorite person, he would still be like respectful, respectful and like appreciative of how she's helping them. And I was, it was like strange to see that he's like, he's like kind of being a dick to her. And like, he called, he like refers to her as an employee at one point. And it's like, are you like, are you good? Like what's, what's the deal here? Yeah. The employee employer relationship. And I was like, okay, but it was, it was, see, it's weird because you're looking at it from an outside perspective. So when she came into the room and was like, so was it, was it worth it to go to practice? Like, I feel like that's not her, like that you're, you're actually there cause you're getting paid to help take care of the baby. So I was like, I feel like maybe him going like to practice was a conversation him and Sheena maybe had before. I don't know. I just but, feel like the episode, like it wasn't paint. You're right. It wasn't painted to like make him look good. And but clearly Sheena felt some type of way about oh, yeah. him going to practice too. The thing that annoyed me was when he was like, Oh, with the horror, like I, how long do you have to hear about the hormones? And I was like, dude, <laughs> um, oh my they don't God. go away it's overnight. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like when they're filming, it's like Sheena had her baby like She's maybe a couple so months ago. Small. Like she is not. The baby is tiny. Right. Like this is not like you don't have a toddler. You have like still an infant. Yeah. That's like maybe a couple months old. I think in this episode, she's a few weeks old. No a joke. Few weeks. Yeah. No, it's like pretty. She's pretty fresh. <laughs> But yeah, it just feels like Brock is, if I had just joined a show like this and I feel like I would be extra aware that I was on camera even, and it feels like some of the stuff that he's saying and doing, it's like, even if that was like how you acted in your everyday life, like- Right, like tone it down. Yeah, like maybe commenting on Sheena's hormones in front of the camera isn't, I always feel like if I joined a reality show for the first, like, however long I would be like ultra aware of everything I was saying and like how it was going to come across. And I almost wonder like why Brock isn't being a little more careful about like how he's coming across on camera, especially because we all have seen Sheena go through like multiple rounds of this. I'm in love. He's my soulmate, whatever. And so we're like, as viewers, like we're always going to be, a little bit like extra skeptical of these guys that Sheena is bringing around. And I have to say the scene later in the episode where they're with Lala and Randall, and he's talking about his other kids that he hasn't seen in four years. Mm -hmm. It's like, obviously there's, you know, more to the story. It's not like a cut and dry, you know, whatever, but it's like, none of this is like inspiring confidence that he's like, the greatest guy in the world, like Sheena's telling us. Right. And now seeing what other cast members have said, like what I mentioned on Watch Happens Live, like 
listen, I'm not like, oh my God, wait, stop. I love Brock, but I'm just like, oh, there's always two sides. But I agree. Like he said some shitty things. He was disrespectful. Like he, he, this whole story with Lala and Randall, like the fact that he had him and now his new baby, his original, Oh my God, what do I say? His original daughter, one of his first daughters and Summer have the same birthday and her and her name is Winter is kind of just like we hear. Obviously, the mom wasn't happy about that. And she it looks as if he's like replacing his kids who are in Australia and like he kind of packed up and left, he said, so he can make a better life. But that is where I'm a little lost because you were leaving. So I'm not sure like what, what his intentions were, but yeah, he said they broke up and um, five years ago and hasn't seen the kids in four years. And Lala's jaw almost hit the floor when he said that, because that is just crazy for a new mom to hear something like that. Right. And like, yeah, I like, I think we, it's like, we need more details. He doesn't have to share more details, but I think like, if this is going to be a storyline, it would benefit him, may, it, you know, depending on what those details are. But because he's saying like, yeah, in her mind, I abandoned them by moving to America. And it's like, well, if you're, if your kids live in Australia yeah. and you know they're going to continue living in Australia and you choose to move somewhere that's like 8,000 miles away, it's like, is that... I mean, even if you have a reason, it's like, you're not, not abandoning them. I mean, like, it's not going to be like a quick 45 minute drive to see the kids on the weekend. You, that's for sure. Like, right. and I think with the, and then he's, when he's telling the story and like, he's saying that she moved on with the other guy and he like took the role of being a father to those kids. It's like, okay, then it, you're kind of making it sound like you didn't right, have any. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of makes it sound like he didn't have any issue with that. And he's like, okay, great. The kids have a dad now, so I don't have to do it. And I think like for most people, it would be like, I'm glad they have, you know, a stable home, but like, I'm still their father. Right. And so was... like, we need a little more information. Cause right now it is kind of sus. And like Lala and Randall clearly are like, bothered by the information they're hearing well i think it also randall has two older kids so he kind of like sees more of like yeah, what and it hasn't would always be doing for sure and like we've seen in like the press and social media and stuff that randall and his ex have not had the smoothest relationship and at one point i like amber randall's ex was like telling Lala on social media to like stop posting pictures of her kids. Like there's been sort of like contentious stuff, but obviously Randall is an active parent of those kids. Mm -hmm. And so I think like for him probably hearing that he's like, like I've had to go through all this shit to make sure that things are still good between my kids that I had with my ex, even though we find out he's never changed a diaper, which it's like, I mean, th- that, that like is, 
I thought that was a dig. Like when Sheena said that about when she was like, I want to raise my kids like at 50, 50, like, I guess Lala said, like, I don't know. I know people clearly, were clearly Lala has a price. I know it's people like, were, like, shut who up. have also not changed a diaper before. Like that's a normal thing. Like I, I actually don't mind that. And, but <laughs> also I was laughing because it's not forever. Like that doesn't mean you're 50. That doesn't mean that the person's not doing anything else. Like they're just changing diapers is not their thing, but like I was laughing because Sheena was like, I've been wanting to name my daughter Summer since I was 16. So everyone was asking her. They were like, that's funny. What about Madison Marie Parks? Valletta. Oh, she was like, no, no. On- Watch yes, what happens. Yes. Like a few people. And she was like, no, no, no. Let's just get this clear. Make this clear. He wanted that name. Not me. And I was like, Sheena, roll the tapes. Like, are you kidding? But I think like Sheena, I truly think she believes everything that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> And like she it's just all has, I think she's the kind of person where like she has no recollection of most of the cringe stuff she said on this show. So like if you if you present something to her, she's like, I mean, I guess I said that if it's like on video, but like I never actually like meant that. Wait, that's so funny you said that because they also played the hibachi and Versace thing, and they showed her outfits, and she uh-huh. dead serious goes to like a few of them. She goes. I don't remember. It was a picture of her in it. And she was like, I don't remember. I don't like, remember. That doesn't that look one. like something I would have worn. <laughs> I was oh like, my oh gosh, she looks amazing though. Like present. Yeah, she does look great. And she's, um, she's like letting some of the fillers dissolve and stuff. Like she looks a little bit softer. I think So someone else asked that. And she was like, guys, I haven't had Botox. She's like, I'm fit. Like I'm not allowed to, I'm breastfeeding. And Andy was like going at her and she was like, no, I haven't had Botox like in months. Like I, I can't while I'm breastfeeding my child. Also, would fun fact, fun question I have for you, Dylan. Okay. Would you ever taste, not drink necessarily, would you ever taste breast milk? No. No. That was my question. Okay. Because I I mean, like, I don't necessarily like, I mean, Lala putting it in her coffee is like a little bit much, but like, (laughs) I've never, okay. So like, even if I do have children- Yes. I'm not going to be in a position where there's like breast milk in my home. Correct. So like yeah. I would have to like what like one of my friends is going to have a baby and I'm going to be like, hey, can I just have a taste? Well, I would. Yeah, I'm not even talking about like, let's say let's say maybe I don't have kids. Like what I taste one of my friends. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I don't think that's in the cards for me tasting it. I don't, I don't think I don't like milk to begin with. Oh, so. okay. well, then. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Do you have like, is there like oat breast milk? Um. <laughs> that, I would, that I would put in my coffee. Um, okay. Before we get to Rachella, we have to talk about the dynamic between Tom and Tom, who, by the way, have now launched a whiskey brand, which I don't yeah, think has even what? been mentioned on the show. I, I can't keep up. Like, where's Schwartz and Sandy's? Like, is that happening? I don't I know. Don't, I didn't see whiskey like in their in their game. Whatever. Yeah. It's a yeah. it says small batch whiskey, so maybe it's like a limited. I don't know. Um, if they had extra. So the thing now is that Katie is basically talking to Schwartz about how Sandoval is steamrolling him, and that when he talks about you know, the name for the new restaurant or like Mm -hmm. other issues they have that Tom Sandoval just steamrolls him and basically doesn't let him 
express himself. And personally, like, I do think this is an issue. I think that Schwartz is not good at sort of like sticking up for himself, but like, but then the thing is when he brings it up to Sandoval in this episode and he says, I think, you know, you kind of steamroll me. Tom Sandoval just goes, no, I, no, I don't No, I didn't. <laughs> and then Schwartz immediately is just like, yeah, you're right. It was probably my, f-, you know? And the thing is, I think Sandoval does have a tendency to do this, but it's, it is Schwartz's fault if he can't even stick up for himself at all. And yeah. he's immediately just backing down. It's like, well, you know, maybe Tom Sandoval is the steamroller, but maybe you're, you need to be a little bit sturdier traffic cone and not let yourself get, you know, flattened on the first try. I was laughing when Katie was like, we just in real time watched Tom Sandoval steamroll Tom Schwartz while he was calling him out for steamrolling him. Like (laughs) Katie was almost giving him like a pep talk and Tom Schwartz couldn't even look Sandoval in the eyes. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like his hand was over his face. Like he was like nervous. But I also think this is each of their characters, if that's the word I want to use. I think it's very much their roles in this. And I think they're also, this has been going on for years and I think they're just, shall I say, rolling with it. I think that's just how they are. And yeah, I think like, I, I think Schwartz and Katie have a point about how Sandoval handles things, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, if Schwartz, can't ever stick up for himself and isn't going to try to stick up for himself, then like he probably shouldn't be the one making business decisions or like being in charge of things. And, you know, maybe that's frustrating for Katie to watch, but like at the end of the day, Schwartz is a big boy who needs to like find his voice. (laughs) I I was also just going to say it truly does not help the fact that just like Katie and Sandoval bump heads. So that just like, I know as fuel to the fire. I really do. I really do like Katie and I, (laughs) I like, I want Katie to succeed in whatever, but like sometimes I wish she would just kind of like leave the room a little bit for like when Tom and Tom are having these discussions, because I think she has a tendency to sort of like insert hover and like, you know, kind of be over Schwartz's shoulder and kind of be trying to like, you know, tell him what to do. And it's like, that's not going to make the dynamic between Schwartz and Sandoval better. It's just going to make Tom Sandoval mad. It's just going to stress Schwartz out. So it's like, as much, as much as I think Katie is like right about this stuff, I don't think her being in the dynamic actually helps anything. Do you think she looks like a Karen? I don't think she looks like a Karen. I think the haircut is like a little severe. Severe. It's a little, no. it's a little matronly. I have to say Katie, Katie has struggled to get her hair right for a long time. Yeah. I don't think this is her worst haircut. We all remember that one. Um, but it's well, not haircut or hair color because. But I mean, the the orange it was, a, is it was just a, what's, yeah, it was a rough situation, but it's not her best. <laughs> We'll, uh, but then we get we get to Richella, and it really is a great event. Oh my god! I, 
like Tom Sandoval has written checks left and right, <sighs> and it shows we have a oh fire dancer, a ribbon dancer, First a taco all, the, truck, the a photo margarita booth. bar, a margarita bar. Mm. The fact that all of this, this entire group was this ecstatic about going to the grounds of Coachella because they they go every year. It's like their thing. They were so happy to like just be there, even just like with themselves. Right, like before in a field, they even, basically. Right, before they even knew what was happening. But I have to say, I like I said earlier with James even earlier, this episode, like, oh my, first of all, James looks amazing. He even said when he saw Tom and Ariana hungover, he was like, it felt good not to be like that. Like, I feel like this, this was like a, like a moment, this episode. But he put so much thought, so much planning. It was so romantic. Raquel did not see it coming, which was like, and not shocking to me, but also <laughs> like she was so happy. Like it was, it was mad. That was a magical night. Magical. It was, it looked very fun. Um, I want, I'm curious, like for all the other people in the group who didn't know yeah. that they were like going to the polo club, like, did they just think they were having Coachella night at the house? Cause yeah. like that would have been sad. They did everything else <laughs> themed at the house. I feel like look at I their know. outfits. They were dead serious. Like Ariana was wearing that to the backyard. But then when they went, I know. The, like I'm yeah, so, they were I'm like, where so, are we going? I'm so excited for them that they didn't just have to sit around the <laughs> pool again. Um, but oh. yeah, it looked great. The proposal really was so nice. I love that they were off kind of in a separate area for the actual proposal. And so they got to have their, you know, private little moment. The fireworks were timed perfectly. Maybe. And like, I really Tom. love, it was great that like everybody else like didn't know it was happening. I know. And then Ariana like found out everyone was so excited. In the beginning when she was like, wait, that sign says Arcella. And you can see they were like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what was that? But like, if Tom Sandoval wants to pause the whole bar restaurant opening and maybe start an event planning company, I would be behind that because he takes pride in his work, effort, yeah. like did a fabulous job with this. Fabulous. I think he would be good at planning events like this, but I would worry that he would get hired to do some like corporate happy hour and he'd be like, <laughs> Okay, so fire breathers, sword dancers. We're going to have like, you know, a, a a margarita like he would just he would want like the same level of over the top. Yes. For, for like somebody's like 50th wedding anniversary and it's like no, just like a tasteful dinner. Yeah, that's all. But listen, everything takes <laughs> it was, practice. It was lovely. It was yeah. lovely. I I'm excited to meet Raquel's family next episode. And, you know, it seems like Raquel's sister is not the biggest fan of James Kennedy. I remember they went to dinner at her house a few seasons ago. I remember that. And he was, like, pretty nervous. But I think that was the only time we've ever seen her family. And I remember even, I remember, like, last episode, he spoke to her father, he said. And he was, like, really nervous. So it's, like, I hope they see how far that he's come. Because I feel like he's... I don't know. He's improved. And I think he's improved, except for when he takes a pre-workout pill. Oh, my God. 
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Okay, let's quickly talk about Below Deck Med a little bit. This was the penultimate episode of the season next week is the finale we're on the last charter um and they're kind of a tough charter the guests just they like their service they almost don't know if they're tough or if they've just been this crew has been so fucking spoiled with all their other charters this season because they've been like easy that's true i don't think that this charter just wanted flavor on their on their fish like that's it I don't think they're tough in a way that's like un unkind. I think yes. they just like want to be wined and dined. Yeah. Which is, you know, understandable because you're totally. paying for a yacht charter. Um, but Lloyd, thankfully, his health situation is fine. He makes it back to the boat, you know, a little way into the charter. Um, and yet actually had a nice moment with Captain Sandy, which we don't say very often. Not very many people have nice moments with Captain Sandy (laughs) these days. Um, But she kind of like sees that he's, you know, not, not doing great. And she talks to him about how he's like worried about what's going to happen after the season ends. Like, I just love Lloyd. Yeah. I'm happy. First of all, that he's okay. But second of all, that she is understanding in why he was feeling that way and that Mm -hmm. she's reassuring him that everything will be okay. Like, first of all, he's a good worker. Like he's, he's great at his job and he, she gave him his personal number. Like, like ever she like, let him know, like Lloyd, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But I I feel like that's a very normal thing for people to be like worried about. I mean, you always need money. You always need to pay bills. You always need to know what your next step is, but um, Lloyd. but you know, who's also not doing well, this charter is chef Matthew. Yeah. I who, think his head's about to explode. He like, it is wild to me for somebody who works in like a high pressure environment like that, that he 
to have that mindset where you get like one, not even really piece of criticism, but like one note or like one critique and his entire like mental state just like crumbles. And it's really, I mean, in a way I feel for him because it, it has to be whatever he's like going through mentally clearly is like extremely difficult to deal with. But at the same time, it's like, get your shit together. Like this is what the job is. And like, he's literally just, it's not even like, you know, he's not even getting like dragged. It's just like, Hey, like could this could be seasoned a little more or like this tastes like a beat, like whatever. And like, he's just like falling to pieces. And I don't understand how somebody in this industry and so successful. And for so long, it's like, how do you, how do you, deal with that if what the fact that he uh, this chef who is really good at his job when someone asked what something was and he said beat blood something uh, to the table in front of everyone he said it was blood something i was like wait you don't know what's in the food you just made and then when he went back and he was like oh shit like it's bulls blood beets or something like that's why the first thing they were like oh my does she have an allergy like because that's actually pretty serious but yeah he Mm -hmm. like working with anyone who just can't take like constructive criticism is like and takes it like personally is like and he is like that is that could be pretty frustrating like i think it was katie was uh, he was she was like it's okay like just like do it like it's fine like he right and he like he starts talking to everyone else when he's like He's like, do they hate me? Like, do they think I'm the fucking worst? And they're like, can you just plate the food, please? Yeah. And the fact that he kept cracking the eggs to me, that seemed like an OCD thing that 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 was actually kind of like sad to watch because he like needed them to be perfect. And when he said once time he went through like 40 eggs, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, the the breakfast service is like difficult to watch because it's like it's one thing when he's like you know, he used the beats and he felt bad because he didn't realize or whatever. Like, that's a mistake that you made. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, you can feel bad for making a mistake. Like, that's normal. But this breakfast, it's like, take a deep breath and like, get your shit together and make an omelet. Like, it's not like, (laughs) it's just one of those things where it's like, can you do your job? Because like, nothing crazy is happening right now. And like, we've watched so much of this season, him like being really cocky and like giving the ultimatum and like all this stuff. And so it's like for that to so like disappear Mm -hmm. because you had like one like sort of rough dinner. It's like, it's really hard to watch. And I'm like, and we also have Miss Katie finally acknowledging the fact that she should have grabbed that piece of help when she had the chance because they're exhausted. They're not taking breaks. They're working. And when you don't take breaks and you like run out of adrenaline, like you're, you're messing up at your job and that's going to affect everything and your tip and blah, 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 blah. But I just feel bad watching them because I'm like, Oh my God, how bad they must want to go to sleep right now is crazy. Mm-hmm. And like her and Courtney are working like, like there's no time to like not to do anything. Well, and being, you know, being short staffed when you have like chill guests is one thing, but then the second you have guests yeah. that want to stay up late, it's like <gasps> your whole schedule is fucked. And like, 
there's nothing they wrong with those guests wanting to be up till 3 a.m. Yeah. Like they stayed you're up on so vacation. Late. I know. I was like, oh my God. No, I know. They weren't getting rowdy. They're just like playing cards, having fun. But still, you have to like make drinks, see if they're hungry. Like, see, you know, it's like it's a lot, but we're almost there. I know. We're almost there. And then regular blow <laughs> starts in like two weeks. Back to regular programming. <laughs> back it's to like that. Back to Captain Lee. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, Eddie, my God. Uh, yay. It's like fam's back. I'm so oh excited my. for Captain Lee. Like I, And I'm nervous, though, because we start off the season with him like a little. Having you know, some health, yeah. some health tr- troubles. Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It, it like makes me feel better, though. Like we know that there's like some drama, but like he he arrives like he is fine. <laughs> also, this happened last season, too. Remember, he broke his rib. So like, come on, Captain Lee. God damn it. <laughs> that was, oh that was my good. God. Thank that was you. Good. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.